brewed in the Northwest, guaranteed fresh. It's the morning blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Tuesday morning to you. February 6, 7 a.m. Brenda and Pat with you on the morning blend. Eric, our producer, is ready for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in on another beautiful rainy day in the Pacific Northwest. Good morning, Pat. We're going to have sunshine today. Are we? Yes, we are. Okay. You know, you know how I am on Look, that. I'm pretty accurate. I, I believe. I got this feeling in my bones. We're going to see sunshine this afternoon. I'm not going to say it for long, but we're going to see it. We'll see a little bit of it. Yeah. It's that hip joint of yours that seems to be doing pretty well when it comes to weather predictions that, that's it and my big toe too and that big yeah, toe and the big toe that's yeah, right but you get the hip and the big toe going you could predict sunshine and that i got both of them tingling right now so oh very very nice well i'm tingling in my mouth i went to the dentist yesterday Ooh. got my teeth all polished that's up. always fun they commented on how straight my teeth have become since i've been doing the invisalign and we're just yeah. kind of getting to the end of that but oh. it reminded me of a a really funny story years ago when we were at St. Joe's we had a priest uh, from Africa come to be a, like a parochial uh, vicar and an assistant there at St. Joe's and for the first time in his life he had gotten health insurance he had not ever had that in his life and as part of that plan he had dental insurance so he's he was telling me about he goes for the first time in my life and he was a man in his 40s by then I went to the dentist. Ooh. He said, never in my entire life have I ever gone to the dentist before. He was very nervous. He said it was just oh, like, I, I didn't know what to expect. And he said, what I found too, because he also went to the doctor because he had health insurance just for regular you know, physical. He goes, when you go to the dentist or the doctor, it, you feel fine, but then they find all these things wrong with you. And he needed some work on some cavities and things like that. And I went, huh, yeah, I guess that if, if you've never been before, you would think that. Oh, especially the dentist. The dentist. Yeah. Getting yeah. in there, scraping things. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. yes, I got my fluoride treatment and I got my free toothbrush and I was so good. I got to pick a toy out of the little <laughs> bin. They said, good job, Brenda. You can have a toy. I remember getting a toy at the dentist with those little thumb locks. Are you familiar with oh, those? Oh, sure. They're trying to straw. They call them. Yeah. Yeah. And I could not get my thumbs out of there. You yeah, know, and did you and just end up tearing it off? Exactly. <laughs> and my, my mom thought it was hilarious that she was not about to free her, no. her little son. You got yourself into I, it. <laughs> did right. you ever figure out the trick to get your thumbs out of it? It's relax them, right? It's you, just kind of... No, you have to... Because once you pull, they're oh, tight. that's right. You've got to push that's them right. back okay. together and then turn and get them. You know, okay. you got to just turn and get them out. I just tore the thing up. Just, I've seen yeah. somebody rip those things all <laughs> apart too. So, well, so anyway, so I got that checked off my list. So the second thing though, that I was able to accomplish, Pat, remember all the way back in Advent, as we were preparing for Christmas, right? Just, just a couple of months ago now, uh, we went through a list about one chore that you can do every day to prepare for uh, the Christmas and oh, holiday right, gifts, right? right. Sure, we went through sure. the whole list. Like cleaning a room of the house a That's day. right. Yeah, right. I finally checked off one of those things from my list yesterday. I cleaned the hall <laughs> <Good>. closet. <laughs> it's a week before Lent, and you've, you've accomplished your okay. Advent goal. That's great. Christmas, Easter, <laughs> you know, it's, it's all good. It's all celebrating our Lord. But what was funny is... <laughs> 
the kids laugh because way in the back of the downstairs closet, because it's one of those closets people know it's under the stairs. Oh, uh-huh, and so oftentimes uh-huh, uh-huh. there's a lot kind of that kind of sloped sure. area behind it. There was a plastic bin, and every well August that plastic bin would come out. It was full of unused school supplies from the year before. And then when things were on sale, I would just add to the bin. This thing was overflowing with graph paper, with uh, like crayons that still had plenty of life. They just weren't brand new. Uh, Binders that had just, you know, a little marking or anything. I'd save all those. The whole bottom was full of those big letters that you would use to put on boards. You oh, know, when yeah. the kids would have to make boards and, and make we big put signage. Them up in here. We could put them all the, the, the phone numbers for Sherathon, everything <laughs> like that. It has all gone on to a new place. If I oh. felt like somebody else could use it, it is in the back of my truck ready to go to uh, donations. And if it just had no more life in it, it uh, was off to If you've got a garbage. protractor or a compass, I, w- I want it. Do you? <laughs> I've, got, I've got both of those. Okay. Those we found are- like two dozen protractors in the hall closet i'm like no joke two dozen of them just right my they are kids, weapons kids. they're yeah. just like get a new one just get it you know because they're on sale for 25 cents come summertime right so you just end up picking up more because you know eventually they're well, gonna protractor lose it sale that's it <laughs> a fire sale protractors are us <laughs> well yes but it was a good lesson that my kids always remembered and learned just because it's not new doesn't mean you can't continue to use it Absolutely. next year. You do not always need a brand new backpack every year if last year's backpack oh, was still working. There's something about a working. new crayon. New crayons? Yeah. No. Yeah, there's if something the about If the crayons still I know, work. I know, I understand, but there's something about that new crayon smell. Mm. Well, you know what they got new? A new Ziploc bag to throw it all in. <laughs> they could take it back to school that way. I think I still have a pair of scissors that I got from fifth grade that I still use. With the rounded edge? <laughs> no, no. I, I, moved, I moved on to adult <laughs> little, little scissors by the yes. <laughs> Barely fit my medium-sized man hands. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, yeah. So, good lesson for kids. Just because it's it's older doesn't mean you have to throw it away. Very good lesson for, for old people, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, let's get this show started. Pat, what do you have coming up? We've got all kinds of great things coming up. Tech Tuesday, and we've got our new Parish of the Week coming up at 840 with Sarah Kinsey today on Tech Tuesday. So that's a biggie. Our share letter going out today. So keep an eye on your mailbox for that. So all kinds of fun things. All right. Plus sewage spill in the Willamette oh, River. Lovely. You I know was I wondering. Love to keep up with those. Well, I was wondering what that smell was. So, <laughs> Well, we do have a great show ahead for you. Let's get it started now with Dave Moore's Song of Victory. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Careful with those scissors, Derek. Your joy 
souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Seems appropriate. He's from Corpus Christi, Texas. That's Dave Moore and Song of Victory. 7-Eleven on the Morning Blend with Brenda Pat and Engineer Eric. And just ahead, we are going to be checking in with the health coach. Jackie McMillan will be here from the Holy Family Catholic Clinic with some good tips about if you're adapting to a new change in your medication. We've got details on that you'll want to listen to. Plus, we'll check the improving weather forecast next at Matraday Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Good morning. Please join me, Father Martin King, pastor of St. Thomas More Catholic School and parish in this morning prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, enlighten my mind with truth, inflame my heart with love, inspire my will with courage, enrich my life with service, pardon what I have been, sanctify what I am. Order what I shall be, and thine shall be the glory, and mine eternal salvation. Through Jesus Christ, my Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless. For more prayer resources, please visit our website at materdayradio.com or check the prayer section on the new Hail Mary Media app. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Portland Division of the World Apostolate of Fatima. WAF is the only Fatima organization worldwide to speak in the name and with the authority of the Church on Fatima. The World Apostolate of Fatima promotes the faithful message of Fatima, including praying the rosary daily and practicing the first Saturday devotion. WAF information can be found at bluearmy.com. At Mater Dei Radio, we constantly strive to be an inspiring source of faith and hope. Sharing the light of Christ restores us individually and also provides a powerful catalyst to revive the heart of our community. Join Mater Dei Radio in this crucial mission of leading souls to Jesus and bringing a spirit of renewal into the culture. Mark your calendar for April 8th through 12th to renew your hope during Mater Dei Radio's 2024 Spring share It's going to be a week of transformation, and you can be a major part of it by helping us build a strong matching fund for the event. Your support now will have a deep impact on our success in April by providing strong encouragement for our share listeners to match your prayerful generation. To learn more and make your matching gift, go now to MatraDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app and renew your hope during our 2024 Spring share at Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 714 at Matra Day Radio, high of 48 and low of 39 today with mostly cloudy skies and only a 30% chance of rain. If the rain does start falling, the precipitation's going to be fairly light, but the snow level's going to drop again tonight, so the Cascade foothills may see a little bit of snow. 
Oh, all right. I'll be watching for that. Currently, it is a mild 41 degrees at the Proto-Cathedral of St. James the Greater in Vancouver. And it's 41 in Beaverton at Holy Trinity Catholic Church and School. The goal of Holy Family Catholic Clinic is total care for the mind, body, and spirit of their patients. Now, along with their staff of outstanding doctors and nurses, they also offer health coaching services. Jackie McMillan is part of their team and is passionate about natural health and preventative medicine. Jackie is joining us today to tell us more about her work with Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Good morning, Jackie. Thanks so much for joining us on The Morning Blend. Thank you, Brenda. I'm excited to be here. First, for our listeners, tell us a little bit about your background that led you to complete a program in functional medicine health coaching. Sure. Well, my journey was sort of um, roundabout. I had two other careers before, and I raised my children. And um, two of my kids ended up getting quite ill with Lyme disease. Oh, my. Yes. So I ended up having to become a a real advocate for them and do a lot of learning and um, exploring and researching on my own. So through that process, I came on the other end of it, getting them healthy 15 years later, um, feeling like, what am I supposed to do with this information that I've learned? I feel like I I can help other people and how do I do that? So I went back to school with the... um, supported my family and became a certified health coach. So for people unfamiliar, and I have your bio information, I was amazed at all of the areas that program allows you to help people. Tell our listeners about how health coaching works in all of the different areas that involves. Sure. So a coach, if you think of what coaching is in other areas of life, you give guidance and support and you educate and come up with strategies for success. And there's a huge encouragement or cheerleading piece. And that's the same thing with a health coach. We just do it for your well-being. And we can talk about anything to do with your health and your wellness. And that includes stress management and anxiety reduction, sleep, um, your exercise or habits of movement, and nutrition and food plans. We don't really talk about diets per se, because what we want to do is create lifetime changes, lifetime changes in your, what you're doing, because we can be so, there's so many things that that can contribute to um, a disease process that making some small changes in your life today can prevent you from maybe getting sicker down the road. So even if you might be a pre-diabetic, let's try to keep you from ever becoming a diabetic. And so we look at all the areas of your life with what you're eating, all the inputs, and that includes your um, how you respond to stimuli. Are you, are you always on your screen? Are you sitting for most of the day? Are you ever getting outside and doing other things that your body needs. We have become sicker as a society instead of um, healthier. And unfortunately, chronic disease for adults has really, is really going through the roof. It's more than half the adults have some sort of chronic disease. And so what health coaching is meant to do is to help people 
stop that process? How can we change your life in in positive ways? If you are just tuning in this morning, I'm joined by Jackie McMillan. She is part of the incredible team at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. She is a health coach offering services that really work with the entire program and services there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. So you, the, the work that you're doing, Jackie, it's part to kind of enhance the care that patients are receiving there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Kind of tell us more about how, you know, one of those areas that you, you help is that you you specialize in translating a doctor's plan of care into a plan of action. I like the sound of that, a plan of action. That feels like you're really working with a person to make sure that it's uh, that they understand what's happening with them. But well, you add another element to us. Tell us what that looks like. Sure. So sometimes, especially if you're newly diagnosed with something, it can feel a little bit overwhelming. Maybe you have to take a lot of supplements or new medication or um, change things in your life. And people need to have talk through a, a process. So okay. we will create, we create smart goals and those are very specific and measurable. They're attainable and action oriented and realistic for the person and timely. So I really try to meet the person where they're at. Because if they're not ready to make these huge changes, let's start with baby steps and make many habits. And they can be something as small as let's get outside and walk 15 minutes, um, three times a week. And then when we start to see the positive results from that, people are more motivated to continue to do more. And um, so it's all about a personalized plan for, for for where that person is. In, um, in their willingness to change. And it's all about their internal motivation. Everybody's different. So we talk a lot about what's happening in their life right now, what is doable. And it's always what can you do, not what can't you do. So we want to move people in the right direction, but it's they're the ones steering the direction. It's not what I think they should do. It's what they're willing to do and I can help steer them and give them education on why something might be better than another, but it's all about a personalized approach. I think that's just such an incredible program. And again, to recognize that all of this is interconnected, the physical health, the spiritual health, and of course, a mental health to create just this holistic approach to care. It's just such an incredible team. Jackie, for people who are listening now, are your services part of an overall plan that they receive through Holy Family Catholic Clinic? Or can people who have an inability to maybe see you in person, are there ways that they can still connect with your program? Yes. So um, they can be referred to me through the clinic if, if they're a patient of Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Um, but they actually don't have to be a patient. I can see uh, clients that um, that aren't a, a registered patient. And then there's also the telehealth opportunity. So if you can't come in person, we can do it through the portal. So we can do it kind of like a Zoom type appointment. If oh. that w- works better for you. I'm a, I'm, I love in-person myself. Sure. I think the connection is so important and... Um, I, but I understand there are times like even 
couple weeks ago when we had the storm, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> people didn't want to drive in or didn't want to get caught. So we switched a couple appointments to um, the telehealth and it worked out wonderfully. Uh, well, it's wonderful also, again, to know that any way possible that you have an ability or make yourself available to those who have need. That's what you are all doing there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Jackie, that is just incredible information and so helpful for really everybody could could really have benefit from your programs. There's more I want to know about what you are doing to help patients, but I am already coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in our next half hour? Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. 723 at Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. So a little over an hour and a half or so from now, we have got Tech Tuesday. Sarah Kinsey, the digital disciple, will be here at 840 with our second parish of the week. I love it. So congratulations Mm -hmm. to Ascension Catholic Church here in Portland, our first parish of the week. Now it's on to the next one. Who's it going to be? I mean, there's there's great fanfare and mystery around this decision, so I can't wait to find out. We will find that out at 8.40, and if you'd like to get your parish involved, it's simple, Brenda. All you have to do, drop an email to info, I-N-F-O, info at matradayradio.com. Tell us why we should make your church our parish of the week. And get ready every Tuesday as we make that announcement at 8.40 today at Matraday Radio. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Are you a young adult in your 20s and 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Chris Dohanik, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work and witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to meet other young adult Catholics, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. This is Dina Marie, host of The Voice of the Shepherd, inviting you to join me on my weekly podcast, Faith Moments with Dina Marie, where I proclaim and ponder the Sunday Mass readings, a perfect way to enhance your study of sacred scripture. My Faith Moments podcast is found on your favorite podcast platform or on the Hail Mary Media app. It's easy to download and absolutely free. Check it out today. The Faith Moments with Dina Marie podcast made available thanks to Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun on Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 725 at Mater Day Radio, The Morning Blend with Brenda Pat. Engineer Eric is along for the ride today. And coming up next, Brenda, the Catholics in California are rallying with all the flooding going on. The Catholic organizations are stepping up to the plate. We'll tell you more about that just ahead. And the Archdiocese of Seattle have announced their formal and finalized parish family groups. So now what are the next steps to these multiple parishes becoming one? Well, I have that update for you coming up in news. Here is Ricky Vasquez and House of Cards. You are listening to The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
I'll swim across the ocean to find some new ground. Cause I can't believe the notion that this could turn around. I was searching for affection on the roadside, following my Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Boy, that guy can play guitar. That's Ricky Vasquez and House of Cards. It's 7:31. In your news this morning, the Archdiocese of Seattle has announced its official list of 170 parishes and worship sites. It will be combining into 60 parish families as part of its major diocesan renewal plan. Archdiocesan Vicar General Father Gary Lazzaroni said last year that the Archdiocese was facing an urgent need for change in how we are approaching parish life. The Archdiocese will only have around 60 pastors in the next 15 years. Now, the finalized plan did not make any changes to the previously proposed configuration for the Southern Deanery. Now, those include Parish Family of St. Rose in Longview, Immaculate Heart, St. Mary's in Castle Rock, St. Catherine in Cathlamic, and St. Joseph. That's a family. St. Mary's of Guadalupe in Ridgefield, St. Philip, St. John the Evangelist, and Sacred Heart in Battleground. That is another family. 
Our Lady of Lords in Vancouver, the Proto-Cathedral of St. James the Greater and St. Joseph's Catholic Church is the parish family and Holy Redeemer in Vancouver, St. Thomas in Camas, and Our Lady Star of the Sea in Stevenson. Now, the next steps are coming up July of this year. Parish families will go into effect with one pastor. And then in the years between 24 and 27, parish families journey together to become one parish. Catholic organizations in California, strengthened by years of responding to disasters in the Golden State, have responded quickly to bring aid to those affected by the ongoing brutal winter storms. Since late December, a series of atmospheric rivers have brought record-setting rainfall to the state, leading to flooding, mudslides, evacuations, and deaths. Nicholas Pascoli, spokesman for Monterey County, says the worst of the flooding may still be ahead. The biggest thing we're concerned about is watching the river levels, of course, um, because oftentimes the rivers don't reflect the amount of uh, water that's come down until the water comes off the mountains and and the watershed. In a statement, the California Catholic Conference offered prayers for those who have lost their lives, those in flooded areas or who are at risk of flooding, for those who continue to be without power, and for emergency personnel who are working tirelessly to keep people safe. Cardinal Vincent Nichols of Westminster offered prayers for King Charles III after Buckingham Palace announced Monday that the king would step away from some public duties amid treatment for cancer. In a release statement on X, Cardinal Nichols said, I am saddened to learn that King Charles is now facing a time of treatment for cancer. On behalf of the entire Catholic community in England and Wales, I offer His Majesty our warmest wishes and assurances of steadfast prayers for his full and speedy recovery. God bless the King. King Charles is 75 years old, underwent treatment recently for an enlarged prostate and an unspecified cancer was discovered during that treatment, according to the statement from Buckingham Palace. The king remains wholly positive about his treatment, which has already begun, according to the statement, but did not say what kind of cancer or at what stage it is at. Well, if you're headed over the Burnside Bridge this morning, you may get a whiff of something unpleasant. Crews from the city of Portland responded to a sewage release under the Burnside Bridge at Waterfront Park yesterday. Officials say they contained the release and are working on cleaning the pavement under the bridge. The public's advised to avoid the area and warning signs are posted at the site. Officials say the amount of sewage is not known and a portion of the flow is likely to have entered the Willamette really River through a storm pipe. The Bureau of Environmental Services is advising the public to avoid contact with the Willamette River for the next 48 hours. Officials believe the release came from a pump station and a pipe at the station was likely the culprit. Repairs are underway, the city says. Mount St. Helens Johnston Ridge Observatory will remain closed to the public until at least 2026, a U.S. Forest Service spokesman said on a Monday. A landslide last year damaged the only road to the observatory on State Highway 504, also known as Spirit Lake Highway. The massive slide on May 14th blocked the highway at milepost 49, caused a catastrophic damage to the Spirit Lake outlet 
uh, outlet bridge. The State Department of Transportation cleared the debris and created a temporary one-way bypass that was large enough to rescue the seven vehicles that had been stranded by the slide at the parking lot. Now, in November, a culvert failed and water eroded the bypass. The permanent project will restore the two-lane roadway and replace the bridge, but that will take time. The goal is to complete the repairs by late summer 2026, and it's Possible that the observatory will not open again until spring of 2027 since the observatory closes down during the winter months oh, anyway. It is so amazing up there. It is right? incredible. Now, the, I, I saw the road, and that is certainly a challenge. But part of the part of the fun of going up there is the road. Oh, well, you know, sure. It, it, traveling up there and going over those bridges and everything. So 2027. 2027, ah, you may not be able to step into the observatory okay. Good things again. are worth waiting for. I right? suppose so. Okay. In sports, longtime Tiger basketball coach and teacher Sean Alderman has died. The Tiger Tualatin School District announced yesterday morning the 52-year-old Alderman coached the Tiger boys basketball team for 25 years and been working in the Tiger Tualatin District for nearly 30. The cause of death was not released. Alderman led the Tigers to the 2002 state championship with the 69-59 overtime win over Jesuit. Prior to his tenure in Tiger, Alderman coached baseball at Central Catholic High School. The word Alleluia comes to us from Hebrew and it means praise Yahweh. Traditionally, it has been seen as the chief term of praise of the choirs of angels as they worship around the throne of God in heaven. It is therefore a term of great joy. And our use of the Alleluia during Mass is a way of participating in the angels' worship. It's also a reminder that the kingdom of heaven is already established on earth in the form of the church and that our participation in mass is a participation in heaven. During the Lent, however, our focus is on the kingdom coming, not the kingdom already having come. The reading in the Mass is for Lent and the Liturgy of the Hours focus heavily on the spiritual journey of Old Testament Israel towards the coming of Christ and the salvation of mankind in his death on Good Friday and his resurrection on Easter Sunday. So we Christians, we're beginning a spiritual journey as well toward the second coming of Christ and our future life in heaven. So in order to emphasize the penitential nature of that journey, the Catholic Church during Lent removes the Alleluia from Mass. We no longer sing with the choirs of angels. Instead, we acknowledge our sins and practice repentance so that one day we may again have the privilege of worshiping God just as the angels do. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, it started yesterday and it goes all the way through the month of February. It's the coat collection at the Grotto. Please help the Grotto collect new or gently used coats for those in need as part of its centennial anniversary. The 100 coats for 100 years drive. The goal is 100 men's coats for the Blanche House, 100 women's coats for Rose Haven, and 100 children's coats for Snowcap. Bring your donation to the bins in the chapel foyer throughout February or participate by dropping off your coat in the parking lot coat drop. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go to our website, moderndayradio.com, or find it on the Hail Mary Media app. So I'm using my protractor, Eric, and uh, that equals <laughs> 300, not 100. Well, 
<laughs> I wasn't in charge. I don't know what to say. Math is not my forte. Okay, I, I was going to say what kind? 100, right? Oh, that's go. it. That's it. <laughs> well, our math isn't very good, but we do have some great advice from health coach Jackie McMillan, and you'll want to hear that as Brenda continues her conversation with Jackie next after we check the weather forecast at Monterey Radio. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Sister Anne-Marie Warren in a prayer for vocations. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Holy Spirit, Spirit of wisdom and divine love, impart your knowledge, understanding, and counsel to youth that they may know the vocation wherein they can best serve God. Give them courage and strength to follow God's holy will. Guide their uncertain steps strengthen their resolutions, shield their chastity, fashion their minds, conquer their hearts, and lead them to the vineyards where they will labor in God's holy service. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 742 here at Mater Day Radio, high of 48 and low of 39 today with mostly cloudy skies and a 30% chance of really light rain. The snow level is going to be 2,500 feet, but there's a 25% chance that it falls all the way to 1,000 feet Wednesday night. Other than that, a little bit of scattered rain. That's it. All right, currently 44 degrees at St. Rose Catholic Church up in Longview. And 42 at Immaculate Conception Catholic Church in Staten. And I'm back with Jackie McMillan. Jackie is the Health Coach Services Program Director at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. She's joining me today to talk about some of the all-encompassing ways the team there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic is there to provide care, mind, body, and spirit for all of their patients. Jackie, thanks so much for staying with me this morning. Of course. How can a person connect with you and then to start this program of, of just creating a plan so that way, again, mind, body, and spirit, well, all is covered for them. 
So I offer a free 15-minute introduction appointment, and that just sort of gives us a chance to meet, and I can explain the process and what to expect. Um, After the introduction appointment, there's a foundation, an hour-long appointment, and that really focuses on sort of the history of how you came, how you got to where you are today. So through your childhood, through... um, all things that were maybe triggers in your life or mediators that could affect how you're feeling now. And sometimes when I kind of put this timeline together, things, it creates a picture, you know, maybe, oh, I started having gut problems in college when my stress levels went up and then it happened again after I had my children or, or some sort of life event. And then it's gotten worse because some other factor in their life has has um, made a real stressful environment for their body. So they're living in this fight and flight um, environment. So that foundation appointment really helps us paint a picture of what's happening. And then it helps also focus on what we should, what's the priority of, you know, sometimes people come in and say, well, I want to lose weight. I can't lose weight, but we, it ends up being really the top, problem or the the one that's risen to the top is a is a stress management Mm -hmm. issue and you know emotions cause physical responses like you know for example you get on an airplane and you're nervous you're a nervous flyer and your palms will sweat and your heart races that's a physical response to an emotion so what's real in the mind is real in the body and we respond so that stress piece could be the number one thing that we need to, to look at. How can we bring that down? What's happening in your life that we can put some goals to help you cope better. And then we can address the weight and what, what you're eating and what your input is for your nutrition and how to balance that. Cause we want lifetime changes. We don't want to do, you know, there's a lot of trendy diets and um, things that work for other people that don't work for you and so we, we really want a, a food program that is really nutritionally dense mm-hmm. and a variety. We want to eat a variety of foods. They give different phytonutrients to all of our cells. And um, I talk about eating the rainbow. So we want to eat all the colors um, and, and a variety of them. So if you always buy, um, let's say you always buy zucchini, maybe the next time at the store, you substitute your zucchini for a yellow squash from a green vegetable to a yellow vegetable. So we really want to have a variety of foods to help um, have the best well-being for our body to function. Well, uh, that is outstanding. I love what you say. Eat all of the colors. I think that's beautiful. Jackie, people are listening, and, and I even recognize this too. Coming off of the the, the new year, we have the, these goals in mind. I'm going to eat better, and I'm going to get more sleep, and I'm going to uh, be motivated and start walking. And we all have the best intentions to do that, and we start off with a lot of enthusiasm for it. But then maybe as... You know, the days and weeks go by. We're now at the beginning of February. Most people statistically have found that resolutions for the new year have been already broken. How do you work with your 
patience to to create a plan that for one is maintainable and two is one that they're going to be able to continue day after day, week after week throughout the rest of their lives. Right. No, that's a good point, especially this time of year. I think um, we all want to be healthier, right? We all, and, and life gets in the way. We all fall back into our same old patterns. And one thing about being a coach is it's somebody who you're also accountable to. So when you come back and where you've looked at what your goal was last week or the week before, you know, what, what came, we look at what obstacles came up, what, what happened, why did that fall apart for you and what can we do? So let's say you want to, you have to travel and you don't have control of your diet all the time. Well, we'll talk about that. How do we anticipate that situation and come up with some ideas that you can that you can do that works for you and your goals so that you're not just throwing it all out like, Oh, okay, well I messed up. So now I'm just going to forget the whole plan. So I ask a lot of motivating reflective questions and help. I try to find out what, what, what are their values? What's important to them and connect these things. Do you want to age? Well, do you want to be a grandparent that can get on the floor and take, the grandkids to the park and actually play with them. Well, if you are overweight or your joints ache because you've got inflammation all the time, we need to address that now so that you can get that goal later on. So let's, let's connect these things to your values and what you'd like to do. And so it's the smart goals are really this very specific for what you're doing. It's the time of day. How are you going to measure it that you're following what you said you wanted to do? Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything that you need that you don't have to do it? You don't have good walking shoes for your walk. Okay. So you've got to get that in place or you're never going to go outside if it's raining. Well, what can we do about that? Well, maybe you just get a really good umbrella and some good shoes. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Yeah. So it just, it really depends on um, what they're looking to do in their life. And it can be bigger things than some of these, um, you know, minor examples. But those smaller things can really make a difference in feeling like you've accomplished something and it moves you forward. We want to keep moving forward so that you're, you're feeling successful and encouraged to continue because everybody can be healthier. Everybody can, can, you know, make the right choices. And you mentioned about the nutritionist, you know, we, we eat so much processed food. We eat the foods that we have can be contaminated with a lot of um, chemicals. So we've got to eat cleaner and we have to eat more whole foods that are, um, that feed ourselves and, and then ourselves can do the jobs that they're supposed to do in our bodies and, and the whole system, you know, it's not one system by itself. It's all working together. Mm. And I come from a place that I believe that God made us perfect. And when we're sick or we're not feeling well, we're just out of balance and we need to figure out what is causing it and really try to, to correct it early before it becomes a disease process. You know, if you spend a little bit of time 
now on your health, you may save yourself from having to deal with you're forced to spend time dealing with a disease. Okay. Oh, that is brilliant. I love that. Uh, Yeah, just, you know, when we are unhealthy, we are, you're right, a little out of sync with our Lord and all that we can do to align again our, our mind, our spirit, and our body. I think that is exactly the way God intends us to live. Jackie, I have loved our conversation. Remind our listeners again where they can find information about you and connect with you at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Yes, um, my website is renewyourhealth.life and I'm at Holy Family Catholic Clinic in West Lynn. Well, Jackie, I just, I really appreciate your time today. Great information. I know our listeners will be excited to be able to connect with you at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Brenda. I really appreciate it. It's been nice talking to you. And again, that is Jackie McMillan. So I will be sure to add information where you can get directly to Holy Family Catholic Clinic, find out their phone number, ways to connect with them, and where you can read more information about Jackie and the work that she is doing. I'll add that information to the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. 753 at Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Well, keep an eye on your mailbox because today we are mailing out the share letter for our spring share which will be coming up April 8th through the 12th. It's a chance for you to be a part of all the fun by helping us build a strong matching fund for that event. So mark your calendar April 8th through the 12th and then keep an eye on your mailbox at letters going out today. I, I, I cut my tongue from licking all the <laughs> <laughs> just really. You were busy beaver yesterday, <laughs> oh, just working goodness. away yeah, stuffing yeah, envelopes. It was, I mean, thousands, thousands <laughs> of them. <laughs> we want you to be a part of the fun Spring share 2024 coming soon and the letter arriving very soon in your mailbox from Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver. KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. Jesus cured lepers. Back then, leprosy was a horrible disease that caused fear and isolation. Jesus was very clear and strong in his ministry. The kingdom of God, the spiritual life, is greater. Faith provides the power to heal physical ailments, if it is God's will. Faith healed the ugliness of leprosy. The ugliness we face is often within. More about our own sins of ego, lack of forgiveness, or conflict with others. When Jesus pronounced the good news, he was offering a cure for our own ugliness, to get past the fears and isolations of our own sins, to live a more joy-filled life. Strengthened by humility, forgiveness and kindness to others, we can be transformed back to the beauty of God's creation. Yes, Jesus heals. Prayer, spiritual direction, fellowship, the Eucharist heals the ugliness within ourselves. 
This has been Michael Gisandi with a bit of Catholic encouragement. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Hood Hospice. For more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, information online at mounthoodhospice.org. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Dei Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. The Morning Blend, a triple shot of Catholicism, conversation, and coffee on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 7.56 at Mater Day Radio, The Morning Blend with Brenda Pat and Engineer Eric. And how much did the recent winter storms cost the state of Oregon? Big price tag. Ooh. We'll tell you how that breaks down just ahead. And Archbishop Alexander Sample of Portland releases another video on his ongoing evangelization series. Cool. Telling us how to be united with God. Mm-hmm. It's very, very interesting. I'll have that story for you coming up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey, everyone. I'm Colleen with Awaken Catholic, and this is Awaken the Saint. Catholicism didn't reach the distant shores of Japan until 1549 when the Jesuit priest St. Francis Xavier made inroads into the island nation. Eventually, hundreds of thousands of Japanese found Christ through the efforts of the Jesuit missionaries. One of these converts was a young man by the name of Paul Miki. Born into a wealthy Japanese family in 1562, Paul was educated by the Jesuits and eventually became a brother of the Jesuit order and had plans for being ordained a priest. He was well known for his powerful preaching that converted many people to Catholicism. However, tensions began to arise in 1587 between the Buddhists and the Christians. So the leader of Japan, Hideyoshi, issued an anti-Christian edict which resulted in the destruction of churches. This forced many missionaries and converts to practice the faith in secret. Unfortunately, suspicion surrounding the foreign missionaries was only worsened when Spanish Franciscans arrived in Japan, unaware of the religious tensions, and started taking a more aggressive approach to proselytizing. Hideyoshi became fearful that the Christians had secret intentions of taking over the government, a fear which seemed validated when a Spanish ship was seized off the coast of Japan carrying artillery in 1597. In response, the Japanese leader ordered the execution of 26 Catholics. Among them were six Franciscan missionaries, 17 Japanese and Korean lay Franciscans, three of whom were only boys, and three Jesuits, one of whom was Paul Miki, only months away from being ordained a priest. All of them were arrested, publicly tortured, and forced to march for 600 miles from Miyako to Nagasaki. The journey took them nearly 30 days, during which they were paraded through each town and mocked in an effort to dissuade others from converting to Christianity. But these courageous men encouraged each other through singing spiritual hymns of praise and preached to the people along the way. When they reached Nagasaki, which was the center for Christianity in Japan at the time, they were mercifully permitted to go to confession before their execution. Then they were each bound to a cross upon the hill now known as the Holy Mountain, overlooking the city. Each man expressed their love for Christ even as they were being martyred. Paul Miki gave his last sermon to those who were gathered to witness their execution, proclaiming, 
exclaiming, the only reason for me being killed is that I have taught the doctrine of Christ. I thank God it is for this reason that I die. I believe that I am telling the truth before I die. After Christ's example, I forgive my persecutors. I do not hate them. I ask God to have pity on all, and I hope my blood will fall on my fellow men as a fruitful rain. Each martyr was then pierced with a lance while chained to their cross, and in this way entered the heavenly kingdom. It would be over two centuries before Christian missionaries were allowed back into Japan. When they did arrive, they found that the faith had been preserved by those who had escaped persecution. The beautiful example of faith these martyrs give to us is nothing short of miraculous. I pray that we all come to such confidence in Christ that we too can pray for the salvation of those who persecute us with love and genuine faith. St. Paul Miki and companions, pray for us. And that is Awaken the Saint. And you can find more information about the lives of the saints and also pray this Lenten season with Mater Day Radio by downloading our free Hail Mary media app. Of course, you can find all the details at materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. After January's Arctic blast brought snow and ice to the Pacific Northwest, leaving a trail of downed trees and power lines, an initial damage report says the winter weather caused around $72 million in damage across the Beaver State, according to the Oregon Department of Emergency Management. Of the $72 million in damage, the initial assessment found 51% attributed to damaged public utilities, including down power lines. Another 18% of the damage is attributed to debris removal from public roads and rights of ways. The $72 million also includes $16 million in damage to public infrastructure in Multnomah, Washington, and Clackamas counties. Lane County actually saw the greatest damage with more than $40 million in estimated damage. In an ongoing video series on growing in faith, Archbishop Sample of Portland released the third video in the series titled, How Is It Possible to Be United with God? We can try with all of our effort, with every ounce of energy that we have, and we'll never get there without God's help, without grace without his life that he shares with us. You see, the thing is that God calls us to this, but then he gives us everything we need to get there. He supplies it. He supplies what we don't have. The 16-minute video is available on the Archbishop's YouTube channel. Now, the series began last month with the first video titled, Know What You Believe, followed by the second your thirst for God. The Bishop of Lourdes says that he has received a pile of letters from Catholics all over the world as he considers whether to remove the shrine's mosaics by alleged abuser, Father Marco Rupnik. Bishop John Mark Micus of Tarvis and Lourdes hopes to decide by this spring. The bishop formed a special commission last year to determine the future of the Rupnik mosaics. Since forming the commission, Micus has met with victims of abuse, heard from sacred art specialists, and consulted with experts from across France who make up the commission. The original Basilica of Our Lady of Lourdes was built in 1858, and the Rupnik mosaics were added in 2008. They depict the luminous mysteries of the rosary with the wedding feast at Cana in the center. Portland Dumpling Week celebrates its 10th year with more than 50 participating restaurant locations from February 4th 
to February 10th, mm. many restaurants will be featuring their dumpling creations, some traditional, some with a little twist in all dumpling forms, including empanadas, yes, momos, pelmenis, and more, they said. It's all different types of food. Now, the Culinary Week started off as a collaboration between a small handful of restaurants, but obviously it has grown over the years. But some foodie favorite restaurants are back. Those include Boke Bowl. That's a Szechuan-style spicy pork and shrimp wonton, mm. fermented Chinese black beans, black vinegar, and Boke chili crunch oil. Love it. Okay. Sounds good. How about Porque No Taqueria? Uh-huh. They are offering a crispy masa empanada filled with melty queso, enchilado, and roasted jalapeno peppers. Oh, yes, please. Served with spicy serranos. Mm. Get ready for those. Mm-hmm. And tomatilla salsa. Oh. And then you can go to XLB. They're making a pork rib bao and pork braised rib and black bean garlic sauce. Sweet potato, shallots, and parsley. I'm in. I'm in. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, with 50 restaurants and you only have a week to get <laughs> all of those dumplings, you're going to be eating multiple times a day. I love the soup dumplings. There's the restaurant over at Washington yes. Square Mall mm-hmm. that you can sit and watch them actually make those by hand in the front window. My kids love, love, love to go there. Oh, you're making me hungry. What's for breakfast? Dumplings. (laughs) Lunch. Hey, in sports with less than a week to go before Super Bowl 58, ticket prices are actually falling for the clash between Brock Purdy and the San Francisco 49ers against Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Big game set to kick off Sunday at 3.30 in Vegas. And currently, the least expensive ticket for Super Bowl 58 $5,415. This is the least expensive in Section 416, Row 9, which is basically as far away from the field as you can get and still be in the stadium. Okay. Okay, but that price of that ticket was actually $1,500 more last week. Really? So the ticket prices are falling. So if you've got a spare $5,500 laying around, you Why can be not? super bowl bound. Get yourself a ticket to Vegas and you will be seeing your favorite teams play. Bring your binoculars. Yeah, you'll be far <laughs> up there for sure. Well, we've been talking today about the rainfall and the flooding going on in California. However, against all odds, a distressed California coastal ecosystem on the mend. In large part, thanks to the insatiable appetite of a sea otter and that what they enjoy to eat the most those are crabs in a groundbreaking study published this week in nature scientists revealed that the return of sea otters to their former habitat in central california estuary has slowed erosion of the area's marsh bank by up to 90 percent the resurgence of these charismatic marine animals to the salt marshes of Elkhorn Slough in Monterey County sparks hope for improving coastal ecosystems and marks a significant ecological success story, says the report. Now, at a time when multiple issues should be causing the opposite effect, the finding shows that erosions have been slashed after reintroducing the top predator to the area, and that's the sea otter, whose insatiable appetite for plant-eating marsh crab is making a difference. So it goes, they re- the, the crabs were just exploding in the area. They eat off all of the marsh plant, and there's nothing holding the riverbank up. 
so it just sloughs off into the ocean. Bring back the top predator, the sea otters. They just have a good old time chasing these crabs down. Thus, the plants begin to grow away. You put those crabs in a dumpling, I'll take care of it. <laughs> That's another way to take care of all of that. So it just as if by God's design, everything works together. Everything has its job to do. So you see otters, you have a good, giant, uh, good time enjoying a little bit of crab. They don't even need butter to go with their meal. Oh, they'll they just, always need butter. They'll just crack that shell open and enjoy themselves some crab. Mm. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Tomorrow, Wednesday, February 7th, Eucharistic Adoration with Praise and Worship worship at St. Rose of Lima Parish in Portland. All are invited to St. Rose Church every Wednesday for Eucharistic Adoration with Praise and Worship music by our good friend Daniel Oberreiter. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go online to moderndayradio.com or download our free Hail Mary media app. It's a powerful night indeed, and powerful testimony coming from Father Gary Zare at St. Edward's in Kaiser. He's got our homily highlight coming up next after we check weather at Monterey Radio. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Brother Cyril, a Benedictine monk at Mount Angel Abbey, for the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day, in union with the holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world. I offer them for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart the salvation of souls, reparation for sin, and the reunion of all Christians. I offer them for the intentions of our bishops and of all apostles of prayer, and in particular, for those recommended by our Holy Father this month. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matradayradio.com. The Benedictine Brewery Tap Room is a place of hospitality and fellowship, a place where all who come are welcome and where the peace of nearby Mount Angel Abbey permeates. Come for the beer, return to share the spirit of the monks of Mount Angel who brew craft beer in the tradition of the Belgian monks of old using local waters and hops grown on Abbey land. Taste and believe. Learn more at benedictinebrewery.com. That's benedictinebrewery.com. It may be hard to believe, but Ash Wednesday and the start of Lent are just a few days away. Get ready for this special season with help from Mater Dei Radio. Unite with us in prayer during our three daily broadcasts of the Holy Mass, the Sacred Mysteries of the Holy Rosary, the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, and Catholic reflections that will enrich your life. Mater Dei Radio is also eager to pray for your personal requests through our prayer hotline. You can send an intention to our prayer team now by clicking the Pray button on the Hail Mary Media app and MaterDayRadio.com. 
or make a call directly to the prayer hotline at 503-285-3737. That's 503-285-3737. Lynn will be here before you know it. Make sure you're ready to pray with the Hail Mary Media app and Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 811 here at Mater Day Radio. High of 48 and low of 39 today with mostly cloudy skies and a 30% chance of rain. If that rain starts fall- falling, the precipitation is going to be light. Cascade foothills may see some snow. Snow level might fall to 1,000 feet, but that's only a 25% chance tomorrow night. Right now, it's 41 in Eugene at St. Mary's downtown. And it is also 41 degrees at St. Elizabeth of Hungary Catholic Church here in Portland. Need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And this morning's homily highlight comes from Father Gary Zare at St. Edward's Catholic Church in Kaiser. There's a lot going on in this gospel today. Jesus is just beginning his ministry and he's called Peter and Andrew and James and John. We know that Peter and Andrew were living in this house. Uh, it's common in those days to live in a family house. And if you were not wealthy, sometimes even your animals would be there on the first floor and then they'd have a a roof garden for the long hot summers. So uh, Jesus shows up there and he's just beginning his ministry and Peter, we don't see it whether Peter has seen other miracles yet, uh, but he knows that Jesus has the power of healing. So he commends his mother-in-law to Peter. I mean, to Jesus, and, and of course, the question is, where's Peter's wife? That's a, that's a question nobody's been able to answer for 2,000 years, but, but the gospel doesn't say. But you get the impression that when it was written, people knew what the answer was. They just didn't put it in there. So uh, that's the immediacy of Mark's gospel, which was probably written first. We go back and forth on that. Uh, but that's not the point of the gospel. And of course, Jesus heals her. And she immediately gets up and does the Semitic hospitality that they still do today, is that you're expected to stop and eat something. And you're not being, uh, you're not being hospitable in, in that culture unless you serve something to a guest and the guest should eat. And uh, that's, like I said, that's still true today in that part of the world. And well, actually, it was, my grandmother was the same way. You know, you had to eat when you have relatives like this. If you don't eat, you don't like them. So anyway, we, regardless of whether you're hungry, you ate when you came over to Grandma's house. But, but while she, before she uh, starts cooking, she leans out the window or something and says, He's, hey, come on over here, you know, look what he did for me. So before long, the entire town is hanging around Capernaum, right around Peter's house. And uh, this later became one of the first churches uh, in, in the world and uh, a house church within an octagonal shape is where we think Peter's house was. So they, uh, Jesus heals into the night and he's just, like I said, he's just beginning and he finally chases everybody away and if they had a door, they closed the door and they had to stop with the healing unfinished. And Jesus must have been very tired and they all went to sleep, probably all in the same room on the common floor. That's just the way things were done then. 
And somehow, in the middle of the night, Jesus manages to um, get up and must have been very tired. But somebody told me at the last Mass he needed some R&R. &R. That's what he was off to get. But getting up at 3 in the morning is not a good way to have to get R&R, &R, in my opinion. But he needed to get away. And so he kind of, you can see him kind of stepping around the bodies and, and sneaking out to get this time with his father. And in this way, Jesus is telling us, or Mark, is, Mark makes a point of mentioning the times that Jesus prays before he makes a decision. That's one of Mark's theses when he's writing, is Jesus has a need to commune with his father and then make these decisions. What decisions is he making? He's looking for a vision. What's my vision going to be here? He's having an extraordinary success with the healing ministry. Is that what he's here for? He's left people not healed yet. Why is he here? And he discerns this. And in his, in his godhood, he's omniscient. But taking on a human body, not glorified yet, he has limitations like we do. And he has to ask the Lord, his Father, for help. And he does. And the decision he makes is, is a su surprising one. And he also makes people look for him. And we see the same dynamic at work when he was 12 years old, the finding in the temple, another extraordinary story, where his parents themselves had to look for him for three days. This is a symbol of the resurrection of the dead, looking for Jesus for three days. And uh, again, God will periodically hide himself that we might find him. We, then the choice will become, do we give up or do we seek God again in the trials of life? in the times when prayer is not easy and, and life is not going our way, do we blame God or do we start looking for him because he doesn't answer right away. And Peter knew where to look because that was his area, it's his hometown. And, and if you've ever been to that area, there's not a whole lot of places to hide. It's just basically chaparral. So he wouldn't have been hard to find, but uh, he was out in the hills, you know, in the middle of the night when nobody could see him. And, and Peter comes up to him, you know, with, I suppose with a posse, I don't know who he brought with him, but he, he, said, he said, Jesus, where have you been? Don't you know everybody's looking for you? And I just see Jesus, I can't, I'm not an actor, but you know, I just see him like, what do you think I'm doing here? <laughs> you think I don't know everybody's looking for me? He, that's why he got away. And the decision is, let's go on. For that is what I'm called to do. He's not called to heal everybody around the Sea of Galilee. Those are all temporary healings. There are signs. They're not meant. That wasn't his only ministry. We're fallen creatures. We all are in need of healing. But the healing he wants to bring is the healing of, of fear of death. The, the, the healing of what you heard in the first reading in Job before Christ, where Job is suffering and he says, "My at night I can't, I, I wake I can't wait for the dawn and during the day I wish it was night and my life is passing like a weaver's shuttle, he, like he's never going to be happy again. And to save us from the idea that there's nothing more, that this world is all there is, this is, this is what he's saving us from, from our own sins of not being able to see that God is good, that he's here, that he's real. And so this is why we find this, these stories are the dynamic of, of the story of, this, of our lives. Because Jesus is encouraging us to pray in circumstances 
uh, all the time, and especially in, in before major decisions, and for visioning, and also that we're going to have to seek him. He's going to disappear. Uh, we wake up and suddenly our friend is gone and we have to go searching. And it means that we need a new insight. We need to find God in a new place in our life and he'll come and he'll be there. Um, a people, we need a vision. You know, uh, a priest can get caught up as well as anybody else in just being a reactor. You know, there's so much going on, constant, especially these last two months. It seemed like everybody was either sick or we had funerals and bang, 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 father, this, father, that. And all that's important. But we also need a vision. Where's the parish going? Uh, what is our overall vision? So you don't get caught up with nothing but details. Um, you know, with Lent coming up, we got this wonderful mission. Um, Father Gregory was here about three or four years ago. Uh, I, thought it was, he, I thought he was extraordinarily good. If you can't make it during the day because you work, hello, uh, we have it on video. So, and he does, he's doing a meditation at three o'clock and it's a retreat. And I invite you to get involved in that if you can or something. But we all have to get that, that perspective that Jesus needed to pull himself out of that crowd so that he could see where even Jesus needed to have a vision. We, uh, a story that I want to tell last night, I forgot, was um, when I got here, I found that the, uh, that I didn't like the fact that I was sitting in the center of the church. I thought, I thought the tabernacles would be there. We couldn't move that, but, but I found this tiny little cross, which is right on top of that processional cross. That was our cross. And it was so little, you couldn't see it. So we, we prayed about it and the pastoral council decided we'd buy a demand. So we fundraised for this $11,000 crucifix, which you can now find in the chapel because uh, we bought that before realizing we were going to build this church. And that church, that cross, big as it is, would have been dwarfed by this building. So without, you know, that, 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 that saying, without a vision of people perish, you know, if we had been, had our vision in place, we wouldn't have bought that cross. But God worked it to good. Because when we built the Adoration Chapel, and we didn't do this on purpose, we took that cross and put it in this chapel, and it fits there with about a quarter of an inch clearance from the top, like we meant it. We didn't cut it, we didn't, we didn't shave one centimeter off of that cross. It just fits. Take a look at it sometime. Look at the, look at the clearance on that, if you don't believe in divine providence, you know. And so we've got this most gorgeous uh, crucifix in the chapel that we normally wouldn't have spent $11,000 for in a chapel but God wanted it there. He wanted people to, to be able to meditate on that. And, and you know, and it goes on like that. So, but we too have to have this vision in our lives. And Jesus uh, encourages us uh, to, to keep seeking. And uh, you know, he, he knows his time is limited. He knows the minute he starts getting popular, the Pharisees and the religious leaders are getting involved with him. They're off base a little bit in their theology. They're not going to like where he's going and if the tension's going to build, before you know it, they're going to want to kill him. He knows this. That's why he said at the wedding of Cana to his mother, he said, my time hasn't come yet, woman, you know. And, but he did, he did change the water to wine and started the clock ticking. So now Jesus is on a limited time span. But so are we. All of us have... <laughs> for lack of a better word, expiration date. So, um, but that's what, Lent, isn't that what Lent's all about? What do we come to Ash Wednesday for to have ashes put on our head anyway? Because it's, 
it gives us insight. It, what is the most precious commodity that we all have? Time. Time. What am I going to do with my time? Will, will Lent just be Netflix or will I actually make an investment in, some, in something that will build up my soul? If we are praying, we may not get an answer to our prayer while we're praying, but it will open us up to the action of the Spirit during the week to hear Jesus speaking in the church or the scriptures or daily events or insights that will come to us from ourselves or others within our soul. But if we're praying, that milieu will open up within us and become fertile ground. It plows the field to get ready for God to plant something. If not, we end up with clay that nothing will grow in. And so we have that choice to make. Like Jesus, where are we going? Do we have a vision or are we just bouncing from thing to thing without thinking about it before you know it, life is over? And we missed a lot of opportunities that God offered us. So this is a breather we have between Advent and, or I should say Christmas and Lent. And so God invites us with Jesus to a journey with him around the Sea of Galilee with the vision of, the, uh, of our own future too as well. And that is today's homily highlight from Father Gary Zare in Kaiser at St. Edward's Catholic Church. 824 at Montreux Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Glad to have you on the morning blend with Brenda and Pat. And you know, Brenda, mm-hmm. 840 this morning. Yes. It, maybe it could be St. Edward's and Kaiser, our parish of the week. Sarah Kinsey is here for Tech Tuesday, and Sarah is going to announce our parish of the week, our second one. So who will it be? Last week, Ascension Catholic Church. This week, hmm, you'll have to stick around and find out. We want to recognize your parish as our parish of the week. It's easy to do. Just get your parish entered. Info at matradayradio.com. Drop us a line, I-N-F-O, matradayradio.com, and we could be celebrating Celebrating your parish as Parish of the Week at Matraday Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco, family dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Support for Matra Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Tara Umara Children's Hospital Fund of Oregon. The TCHF has a 20-year history that is now focusing on the sustainability to support the long-term efforts of the mission in the Copper Canyon region of Mexico. Information is available on their website at tchforegon.org. Hi, I'm Father Cedric Bizenia. I'm a passionist, religious, and a Catholic priest, and the host of Live With Passion. My motto is touching lives and saving souls. I hope you will tune in each week on Modern Day Radio, Thursdays at 7.30 p.m. It's designed to inspire and encourage you. It's real practical talk about real life issues, things that people are going through. I'm so grateful that you're listening to Modern Day Radio. Don't just live, live with passion. It's good to the very last drop. The Morning Blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Modern Day Radio. 826 at Modern Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What's that smell? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, my goodness. Something bad brewing under the Burnside oh. Bridge. We'll tell you more about that. Eric, what did you do? Oh, gosh. Well, you'll have that story coming up in three minutes. Here is Marie Miller, two to one. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. It hasn't been so long since we were like a diamond sky. souls to jesus through the blessed virgin mary that is marie miller and no matter how you add it up it equals two to one it's 8 30 at mater day radio 
The Archdiocese of Seattle has announced its official list of 170 parishes and worship sites. It will be combining into 60 parish families as part of its major diocesan renewal plan. Archdiocesan Vicar General Father Gary Lazzaroni said last year that the Archdiocese was facing an urgent need for change. The Archdiocese will only have around 60 pastors to cover all of the parishes in the next 15 years. Now, the finalized plan did not make any changes to the previously proposed configuration in the Southern Deanery. Some of those include the family of Our Lady of Lords. St. James and St. Joseph as a parish family and Holy Redeemer, St. Thomas Aquinas in Camus, Our Lady of Star of the Sea in Stevenson. Now, in July of 2024, parish families will go into effect with one pastor. And from 2024 to 2027, parish families journey together to become one parish. Catholic organizations in California, strengthened by years of responding to disasters in the Golden State, have responded quickly to bring aid to those affected by the ongoing brutal winter storms. Since late December, a series of atmospheric rivers have brought record-setting rainfall to the state, leading to flooding, mudsides, evacuations, and even death. Nicholas Pascoli, spokesman for Monterey County, says the worst flooding may still be ahead of us. The biggest thing we're concerned about is watching the river levels, of course, um, because oftentimes the rivers don't reflect the amount of, of water that's come down until the water comes off the mountains and the, and the watershed. In a statement, the California Catholic Conference offered prayers for those who have lost their lives, those in flooded areas who are at risk of flooding, or for those who continue to be without power, and for emergency personnel who are working tirelessly to keep the people of California safe. Country music fans are waking up this morning to sad news that country music singer-songwriter Toby Keith has died at the age of 62. A statement on Keith's website said, Toby Keith passed peacefully last night on February 5th, surrounded by his family. He fought his fight with grace and courage. Keith announced on social media back in 2022 that he had been undergoing chemotherapy and radiation treatments for stomach cancer since the fall of 2021. A major country star for three decades, Keith enjoyed hits such as Red Solo Cup, How Do You Like Me Now, and Beer for My Horses, a duet he sang with Willie Nelson. Indeed he did. I had an opportunity to uh, work with him a few times in, when he was coming up, actually. Really? And, yeah, he's from Oklahoma, so he, you know he came down to Texas quite a bit, played in Central Texas quite a bit. Really nice guy, big guy. Oh. And so seeing him go through this uh, trial hmm. with cancer, he just, you know, it was really quite a dramatic shift in his appearance. But uh, wonderful guy, and uh, certainly our thoughts and prayers are with him and for his uh, eternal soul. Well, what is that smell? Hmm. What is coming out from under the Burnside Bridge? Crews from the city of Portland responded to a sewage release under the Burnside Bridge at Waterfront Park yesterday. Officials say they contained the release and are working on cleaning the pavement under the bridge. The public's uh, advised to avoid the area and warning signs are posted at the site. Officials say the amount of sewage is not known and a portion of the flow is likely to have entered the Willamette River. The Bureau 
of Environmental Services is advising the public to avoid contact with the river around the Burnside Bridge for the next 48 hours. Officials believe the release came from a pump station and a pipe at that station was the likely culprit. Repairs are underway, according to the city of Portland. Cardinal Vincent Nichols of Westminster offered prayers for King Charles III after Buckingham Palace announced Monday that the king would step away from some public duties amid treatment for cancer. In a release statement on X, Cardinal Nichols said, I am saddened to learn that King Charles is now facing a time of treatment for cancer. On behalf of the entire Catholic community in England and Wales, I offer His Majesty our warmest wishes and assurance of steadfast prayers for his full and speedy recovery. King Charles, 75 years old, underwent treatment recently for an enlarged prostate and an unspecified cancer was discovered during that treatment. According to the statement from Buckingham Palace, the king remains wholly positive about his treatment, they said, which has already begun. Did not specify, though, what kind of cancer or at what stage it is. In sports, longtime Tiger boys basketball coach and teacher Sean Alderman has died. The Tiger Tualatin School District made the announcement yesterday. The 52-year-old Alderman coached the Tiger boys basketball team for 25 years and worked in the Tiger Tualatin School District for nearly 30 years. The cause of his death has not been released. Alderman led the Tigers to the 2002 state championship with a 69-59 overtime win over Jesuit. And prior to his tenure at Tiger, Alderman coached baseball at Central Catholic High School. The word Alleluia comes to us from Hebrew, and it means praise Yahweh. Traditionally, it has been seen as the chief term of praise, the choir of angels, as they worship around the throne of God in heaven. It is, therefore, a term of great joy, and our use of the Alleluia during Mass is a way of participating in the angels' worship. It is also a reminder that the kingdom of heaven is already established on earth, in the form of the church, and that our participation in Mass is a participation in heaven. So during Lent, however, our focus is on the kingdom coming, not on the kingdom already having come. The readings in the Masses for Lent and the Liturgy of the Hours focus heavily on the spiritual journey of Old Testament Israel toward the coming of Christ. Now, we Christians today are on a spiritual journey as well toward the second coming of Christ in our future life in heaven. In order to emphasize the penitential nature of that journey, the Catholic Church during Lent removes the Alleluia from Mass. We no longer sing with the choirs of angels. Instead, we acknowledge our sins and practice repentance so that one day we may again have the privilege of worshiping God as the angels do. Of course, here at Mater Day Radio on the Morning Blend, we will also be taking out the Alleluia, but just wait for the Easter season. We're bringing it all back. Oh, we bring it back with a vengeance. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, this Saturday, February 10th at St. Agatha Parish, celebrate the Lunar New Year, featuring performances and craft projects with food provided by Jade Bistro. The event is from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. at St. Agatha's Parish. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go online to moderndayradio.com or check out the Hail Mary Media app. 
I'm excited. You excited? I'm excited. Oh, I'm ready for this excited. announcement. Yeah, Parish of the Week. Our second Parish of the Week coming up next. It's Tech Tuesday. And our digital disciple, Sarah Kinsey, joins us next with the Parish of the Week after we check weather at Monterey Radio. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Christopher Minutes, thoughts on making every day count. I'm Tony Rossi. Christopher James Bohinski moved to New York City to pursue an acting career, but noticed that many of the talented people he encountered suffered from a negative attitude. Having experienced the pain of losing his father to cancer, he knew that he wanted to do something to add positivity to the world. As he recalled in Guideposts, Bohinski created a blog called NYC Smile For Me, and started posting videos of himself asking strangers what makes you smile. The blog became a hit. And when Bohinski moved back to Pennsylvania to care for his ailing mother, he created a smile festival that brought the whole town together and lifted everyone's spirits. He observed, God smiled on my efforts. This message was brought to you by the Christophers. Thanks for listening, and remember that it's better to light one candle than to curse the darkness. Support from Matcha Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including the Jade Bistro and Patisserie, located on Southeast 13th in Portland's Selwood neighborhood. The Jade Bistro is family-run, serving Vietnamese and Thai cuisine with influences from France and Laos. French pastries are available daily, open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Information can be found online at jadeportland.com. One of the many ways you can help Day Radio is by supporting our Leadership Circle members. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs. Our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. How can you find out more about our Leadership Circle members? Go to our website at materdayradio.com and click on the Get Involved menu. You'll be learning about a great group of people. 841 here at Mater Day Radio. High of 48 and low of 39 today with mostly cloudy skies and a 30% chance of light rain. The snow level's dropping to 2,500 feet so the Cascade foothills may see snow. The valley is expected to begin to get cold so there's a 25% chance that that snow level might fall to 1,000 feet. Warming up now, 42 at St. Paul Catholic Church in St. Paul. And it is also 42 degrees at Sacred Heart Catholic Church up in Battleground, Washington. All right, Pat, we have had Woo. so much fun since the beginning of this project. It's I'm only tingling. a week old, but we are so excited about the Parish mm -hmm. of the Week. Now, we have been asking people to let us know what's wonderful about their parish. And they've been emailing us at info at materdayradio.com. Sarah Kenzie is joining us today to have the big announcement of this week's Parish of the Week. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for joining us this morning. Good morning. Excited to be here. So how much fun have you been having getting these emails, reading about the parishes, and how hard is it to try to pick 
which one's going to be this week's Parish of the Week. You know, trying to pick, especially when we're getting started, um, before people are sending us ideas, it's so hard. We just had to start picking somebody. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah, there's just so many incredible parishes out there. I thought we should have got a wheel, spun a wheel. That that would be fun. I like that. Um, But we we are trying to kind of go to different areas and and highlight, um, you know, lots of different types of parishes. So uh, trying to keep it, you know, keep it mixed up, uh, keep you all on your toes, you know, so you can't guess maybe who's next. So I uh, like it. Well, this week's Parish of the Week coincides with a very special feast for Our Lady that is next week. And while the Archdiocese uh, stops at the Columbia River. We know Mater Day Radio Signal goes beyond that into Clark County and then into Washington. And that's, that's right. where we're going for this week's Parish of the Week. Tell our listener who it is. That's right. We're heading over the river to Our Lady of Lords right. Catholic Church and School up in Vancouver. So very excited. Congratulations. <laughs> Oh, I was excited to see this on the list. Of course, the Feast of Our Lady of Lords is coming up next Sunday, the 11th of February. And so I'm sure many, uh, you know, parishes will be talking about that or priests might be picking that up in their homilies next week. I have been to Our Our Lady of Lords several times. Uh, It's it's a very unique little parish because it's tucked right into this neighborhood, in the Franklin neighborhood mm. of Vancouver, an older neighborhood, well-established. And then right there, it's Our Lady of Lords kind of tucked into it, almost like one of those parishes you would imagine that the families that grew that parish bought the homes right around uh-huh. it. And you all just kind of walk to church together on That's Sunday awesome. mornings. Wonderful school there, too. It is a wonderful school. Now, what's interesting, too, about Our Lady of Lourdes is their church itself is interior the school. That is their church building. So it's actually just like part of Mm -hmm. the school. There's the parish, the sanctuary. You go step out into the hallway and And you're in the school. You're right in the hallway of the school. So talk about uh, intermingling Christ with the everyday workings of what's going on at school there. It happens in a very, very physical and real way. Powerful. And it really seems that, uh, you know, the, that, that really comes out in what the school is doing in their activities. Um, they just they just seem to have just a wonderful, vibrant school there. And um, it, it has been cool to learn about, like, some of the different activities that they do, even just in the, par- or in the parish and in the school. But um, in the school, it was uh, neat to see how many things they did for Catholic Schools Week last week. Um, and just, I, I get the sense that mass and the liturgy and our faith is just really important there. Um, in January, they had one of their alumni actually as a priest, and he came back and offered mass for the school wow. the school children. And his brother, his younger brother, is actually um, serving with him. Um, and then back in December for Our Lady of Guadalupe, uh, the preschoolers made this beautiful uh, flower display, and the seventh grade class did a reenactment. Um, and then back in uh, November for All Saints Day, uh, kind of the responsibility was on the sixth graders. And so they helped out with mass. And then the middle schoolers did a annual saints museum where you learn about all the different saints. So um, they're just really involved with their with their Catholic faith um, there at the school. And also, of course, in the parish, uh, you mentioned Our Lady of Lords feast day coming up, and they are going to be hosting um, 
on Sunday, on the feast day, uh, the Knights of Columbus and other volunteers are putting together um, kind of these activities with breakfast and then kids crafts and different things to do after their 9 and 11 a.m. Uh, Sunday masses. So they're definitely honoring their feast day there. Um, they just seem like they have a lot of great activities. They host a, a regular new parishioners dinner to just welcome new parishioners in. Uh, they have a really great women's Bible study and just a lot of different things going on there that just uh, seem seem just like a wonderful parish. Congratulations, Our Lady of Lords Parish in Vancouver. Oh, congratulations. Our parish uh, of the week. I have had the uh, wonderful privilege of knowing uh, two of their deacons yes. there and they are just fantastic people. And uh, Boy, for not being a real large parish, they are a busy group of people. So congratulations. We'll be talking more about them throughout the week. Sarah Kenzie joining us this morning on a Tech Tuesday. Now, that announcement will be also part of this afternoon's email. Along with that email, well, there's some highlights coming from Mater Day Radio. You also won't want to miss. We love it. On the afternoons when Father Peter joins us, but we all need to block off hours <laughs> in our schedule because yes. when he comes to the station, boy, he just really wraps up our time because he is so intriguing and his joy in the work that he does both as chaplain and as the director of vocations office. Well, it just makes us all excited to have him join us. Yeah, so uh, this interview is a two-part interview um, with Father Peter Julia, who's the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland. And it was just great, like you said, to catch up with him. Uh, he just got back from officer training school recently, so to hear um, his updates and then what's going on uh, in the Vocations Office and also some of his traveling that he's doing this year, which actually right now he's um, on a trip uh, to, with the seminarians uh, from Rome and with Archbishop Sample. Um, and uh, so they, uh, they're just doing a lot over in the vocations office and it's great to, to work with them and learn what they're doing. And like you said, Father Peter's just always great uh, to talk with. So if you didn't catch that interview, please open up your email this afternoon and it will get you a link right to where you can listen to that interview again. Now you can also download the Hail Mary media app. You'll have access to our shows and the interviews that we do, but also there are a series of podcasts, shows that don't appear on the air, but great great information, great stories that people share. One of them, our friend Vivian, her podcast is through thick and thin. This has taken the uh, like an astronomical jump to the number of people yes. who are listening to this relatively new podcast. She has a new episode that just came out. Everyone is going to enjoy this. Yes, I, I was so uh, fortunate that I, I get to produce this and I just sit here and I watch the, and listen to the conversation. And um, last week when they were recording this, um, it's a married couple, uh, Annie and Daniel, and they came in uh, ahead of Valentine's Day just to talk about uh, marriage and relationships. And I just think that everyone will get something out of this um, conversation. They just have, they have a very uh, unique and inspiring story um, and they just give some great advice uh, whether you know you're you're dating or you're in a relationship or you're married like it's just some really good practical advice um, and uh, just very relatable uh, very inspiring and I mean all of the conversations have been so great uh, this is episode six um, so we are halfway through it's a 12 month uh, series um, and so we're halfway through so if you haven't been listening um, I really encourage you to go listen while it is made with uh, young Vietnamese Catholics in mind. I really 
think that everyone can get something from these conversations. So um, go check out that new episode. I think it crosses across all cultures. Mm -hmm. Really, really good stuff. For sure. And we have got our our office manager, Deb, always does such a great job of keeping up with all the events around the area. And we highlight a different one every single week. This time around, though, this is an event that goes all month long. That's right. Uh, So we are highlighting the coat collection at the Grotto. And so um, if you have new or gently used coats um, as part of their centennial celebration, uh, they are doing 100 coats for 100 years drive. Um, And so um, actually they're collecting more than 100 coats, though. They're trying to get 100 for the Blanche House, 100 uh, women's coats for um, a different house, and then 100 children's coats. Um, And so that goes uh, throughout February, and you can also drop that off on February 14th uh, on Ash Wednesday. You know, do a little act of service to start out your Lent. Um, mm-hmm. and, Almsgiving. Yes. So uh, we really encourage you to just be part of that. Um, you know, if you happen to be going through that part of town, maybe just, you know, plan a few extra minutes to drop off your coats. Oh, perfect. Well, Sarah, it's always a great opportunity when you join us. I think we can all help the Grotto out in some way, especially all month long as we enter into this Lenten season. Bring a coat. I think that's perfect. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for putting together this week's email. It's a good one. Thank you. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Please join me, Father Peter Julia, the Vocations Director for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon, in praying the Our Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is Father Peter Julia, the Vocations Director for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. To learn more about discerning your vocation, please visit archdpdxvocations.org. That's archdpdxvocations.org. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Jeff Kane at North Point Bank in Vancouver. North Point Bank brings value to customers through client-focused home loan programs, including new construction, renovation options, financing for rental properties, and more. Learn more at northpoint.com. That's northpoint, P-O-I-N-T-E, dot com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Join Modern Day Radio in our resolution to read the entire Bible this year. Bible in a Year with me, Father Mike Schmitz, is now available right here on Catholic Radio. Encounter God's voice and learn how to live life through the lens of Scripture with a new episode every day. I hope you'll join me as we discover how the story of salvation unfolds and how we fit into that story today. 
Bible in a Year, mornings Monday through Saturday at 6.30 and Sundays at 7, right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend, Western Oregon and Southwest Washington's number one Catholic morning show on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 854 at Mater Day Radio on the Morning Blend. Well, Sarah's like a little ray of sunshine, but uh, we need it today. <laughs> drizzle and fog through the day today. 40% chance for that drizzle and fog through the afternoon. But I promise you, Brenda, there'll be a sun break in there. Okay. I- I'm guaranteeing. I'm that. ready for it. Hi, this afternoon should reach up to about 47 low tonight only cooling off to about 39 and right now it's 42 with a little drizzle here in puddle town and closing out our show today here is village lights christ our king and we are the morning blend right here at mater day radio the bridge between your faith and everyday life
Matri-Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That's Village Lights, Christ our King. It's 859. What a morning. Wow, we are through a Tuesday morning. Hopefully that got you feeling pretty good this morning. I know I am all excited. Our Lady of Lords, our Parish of the Week. We'll be talking a whole lot more about them as the week goes on. Yeah, I'm ready for dumplings. And we got, like I said, we got 50, over 50 restaurants in Portland participating this week. So that means breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the next week. And snacks. And there you go. Yeah, you probably need yeah, midnight snack get them all and in. a midday snack. Second breakfast. <laughs> More dumplings for you. That is going to wrap it up for us on the morning blend. It is Tuesday. That means an episode of Voice of the Shepherd Ooh. is coming up this evening. And we've just got great programming all day long till then. So yeah, keep it do. right here.